Every month, we offer exciting new webinars for our community. Topics include how to use retirement accounts to buy real estate overseas, how to get a second passport in Latin America, why you should sell your stock portfolio and move your money offshore, how to buy beachfront rental properties in Brazil for less than $100,000, or apartments in Paraguay for less than $60,000. If you want to join us for free for these presentations with live Q&A, insider secrets, and exclusive opportunities with my professional network of experts, then go to expatmoney.com forward slash webinars. That's expatmoney.com forward slash webinars to register for free upcoming presentations. expatmoney.com forward slash webinars. We all dream of seeing the world, but the realities of living somewhere outside your place of birth can be daunting to say the least. Welcome to the Expat Money Show, helping you make the most out of your overseas career through conversations with successful expats on investing, entrepreneurship, self-improvement, and continual education, all while sharpening your financial acumen. Now, please welcome your host with over 20 years of overseas experience, Mikkel Thorup. Hey everyone, Mikkel here. So before we get into today's episode, I just want to mention to you that you need to check out all the work we're doing on social media. So don't worry about Instagram, don't worry about LinkedIn, don't worry about Pinterest and those types of things. Where you're going to find me is on Twitter. Every single day I'm on Twitter. We're sharing a lot of the thoughts, a lot of the tips, a lot of the breaking news is coming out on Twitter. And then add to that our expat money forum. We are doing so much amazing things in the forums. There's special content that's not found anywhere else. There's a lot of networking. There's just so much happening on this forum that I really hope you get a chance to participate. And you can access that at expatmoneyforum.com. So find me on Twitter at Thora McKell or join the forum at Expat Money Forum. Okay, enjoy today's episode. Okay, welcome, welcome, welcome. Today we have a very special guest with us and I am personally so thrilled to have him here. I had a point in my life where I had really too, too many things on the go. I was running around trying to do a million different projects and businesses and investments and I was looking for a solution to help get me more organized. And I came across this incredible company called Timebook Life and their product absolutely blew me away. It's a productivity planner that brings in education and inspiration. I was absolutely floored when I saw this thing. So I actually got a hold of the creator of Timebook and convinced him to come on the show and kind of share some of his knowledge with you guys today. He has an Instagram following over 50,000 people. You'll be able to find him at timebook.life. Today we have Mikkel Sepp. Welcome. How are you doing? Hi, Mikkel. Yeah, really nice introduction. Thank you for that. My pleasure. My pleasure. Always a pleasure to hear when our products help people to improve their lives, even if if it's a tiny bit, but usually it's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I believe you there. I believe you there. So tell us a little bit about your story. How did you come up with Timebook? Because it's such a unique concept. Well, basically, I was in a situation in life where I was working for nine to five job. Actually, it was a little longer than nine to five, but for other people, then I saw that the actions I do are like bringing value, a lot of it, but it all goes to owners of the company and they weren't doing it to noble purposes. Like it was a little bit like selfish, but it wasn't bad. And then I met the one, I came to the decision that I need to change something. And then I met the one family that had everything and uh, I learned a lot from them, how they live and so on. 
And this brought me to that idea that I have to develop myself every day and I have to develop uh, my skills in all areas of life, not only in business, but also in relationships, health and yeah. Basically, if you have health, wealth, and good relationships, you're all set for a happy life. Yeah, I think happiness follows, absolutely. So when did you start Time Book Life? The idea first came in 2013, and the first 25 books were printed in 2015, 14th January. And yeah, since then, we have uh, reached over 90 countries and helped so many people that I even don't know how many these actually. <laughs> yeah, and I saw that you guys plant a tree for every certain amount of books that are purchased. Yeah, so far we have planted 6,000 trees, but we owe to the world a little bit. But as the spring comes, then we can plant again. That's incredible. So not only are you helping entre entrepreneurs, but you're also giving back to society and giving back to the planet. I think that's just brilliant. Yeah, for sure. This is actually what I think life is all about. It's like improving the lives for everybody. And actually, this is my personal goal to help 10 billion people at the moment that 10 billion person is born. <laughs> wow, that's a pretty lofty goal. <laughs> but I like it. It's amazing. It's inspirational. Yeah, if you think about it, then uh, if I help with Time Book 1 million people, and they all help uh, 1 million people, then uh, we are there uh, <laughs> and exceeded by far, actually. <laughs> so what are you working on at the moment? I saw that you've redone some of the website design and uh, made things a little bit easier to navigate. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. Um, well, actually, uh, I think the biggest challenge for me has been to explain the product because it's not self-explanatory. And it's so complex that people don't understand as they first come across it. And the name Time Book doesn't reveal much by itself. So it has been a challenge since it has so many different sides. And all in one, well, this is also something that uh, people don't understand if it's part of a, of a se small sentence like all in one productivity planner. Well, whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> so if you had to go backwards in time and rename the product, what would you name it? Actually, I still don't have any better uh, name. Still, okay. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Well, I like the name. I think it's very nice. I was a buyer. I bought basically everything that you put out. That was that pain point that I had, and you guys really had the solution for it. So I think you're doing something right. Actually, well, I'm a product developer, and therefore I'm always developing also time books. And the time book 2.0 is coming out in the next few days. Actually, by the time we air, it's already out there. So just wow, check okay. it out. Wow. Okay. And where will they be able to find that? It's on www.timebook.life, and you will get all the information about the product over there. You can get an insight into the product can test it out for free and uh, I guess the only way to really understand the product is to start using it or at least give it a try because no words can do justice to that I guess. That makes sense yeah and I will put the website address and the link address in the show notes for this episode. Very good then they just can click and then your audience can check it out. Actually, what we can do is like to give the, all the expat community their very own discount coupon. Okay, that sounds excellent. Let's name it expat, just like that. Sounds wonderful. Yeah. So we'll have the link address in there. You'll be able to put in the promotion code expat, and all my listeners today will be able to get a special discount. That's fantastic. Very generous of you. Always glad to help out. 
So why don't you tell us a little bit about Timebook 2.0 and what we can expect? Well, basically, Timebooks are like educational productivity planners that have two parts of it. It has the educational side to it that brings you every day some lessons from top minds and scientists like Elon Musk, Richard Branson, and people you have never heard about it but bring great value to the world. And the other side is being productive every day. So we have worked out a system that helps you be productive. Actually, it makes it easier to be productive than not to be productive. So this has been our goal. And yeah, 2.0 has very professional outlook. It's so easy and intuitive to understand. And you can start off with the time of the start of the good life. And earlier, it was a little bit hard to start learning what the product is and how it works. But now we made it really simple. Uh, it starts with day one and you, you learn as you go. And you learn every day a little bit, not only once or twice a year. That's the thing. I think that you can come back to this over and over again, and you'll be able to look at it in different ways from different set of eyes and always gain a little bit of information or knowledge from it. That's what I really like about it. Yeah, that's the whole idea of the book, that you are covering all areas of your life. There are certain routines that you can do that keep you more capable than you would be walking namelessly around, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Absolutely, absolutely. So you mentioned some pretty famous names a minute ago. I was following you on your social media, and I saw that you actually got to meet some of these famous people and had your picture with them and actually gifted one of the time books. Can you tell us about where you were and what you were doing? Yeah, I was visiting a conference in Finland and I have been visiting this conference for many years now and I was so lucky, let's, let's put it lucky, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to meet Richard Branson who is one of my biggest idols and thanks to him I'm on the path where I am at the moment helping people all around the world and yeah, I read one of his books and I got to meet him and I also got to ask the last question of the day from him. My question basically was how to unite the whole world so we could work as a team so everybody could be happy. It's incredible. I will put the link for that video in the show notes as well. You guys got to see the response from Sir Richard Branson. It's fantastic. Also, not only I got to meet uh, Richard Branson, but I got to meet also my favorite movie star and uh, not only movie star, but big name in Hollywood. He's also producing films and, and he's... Well, he's a legend by himself, Will Smith. What made me really happy was that Will Smith said that he's into philanthropy and uh, education is the way to solve uh, all world problems, basically. And this is one thing that made me very happy. And what I loved about them also was that how uh, pleasant and uh, lovable human beings they are in uh, reality. They're not only on the stage like this, they are like in real life also. I'm very happy to hear that because sometimes you would be worried that because someone gets so big, like a certifiable billionaire like Richard Branson, maybe his head would be in the sky. But actually, it sounds like he's got his feet on the ground. That's amazing. And Will Smith as well. Yeah. And also, I got to meet uh, Nick Vujic, who is probably one of the strongest, emotionally strongest person in the world. He's a guy who is a an inspirational speaker, I would say. And he has no arms or legs, but he has pulled his life so well together that we don't have any excuses to be happy. He has like prettiest wife, two lovable children, and he's changing life for so many people. 
Also, one fun fact about him, he hasn't invested into marketing. He just does his job so well that job uh, comes to him. <laughs> so all organic. That's amazing. Yeah. This is a level where I would like to get with Timebook also. That well, I think that if you keep helping people, I think that you're going to get there. Very good. I'm uh, really happy to hear that. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm really working hard on it. Uh, so it would be very easy to spread and help more people. So you're based out of Estonia. Can you tell me a little bit about Estonia? Yeah, Estonia is a European country in the northern Europe. And it's a small country. We have 1.2 or 3 million people. And we are a very tech-savvy country. We have e-residency, which means that you can become... Basically, you can become Estonian's citizen and you can open your businesses here and but you don't have to come here ever <laughs> so that's that's a fun uh, new way to look at the citizenships and basically i think a lot of problems we have in the world are related to patriotism and, and countries and actually people regular people without patriotism probably wouldn't uh, go out and shoot each other or bomb each other. It's a very interesting uh, concept to think about. If there wouldn't be any borders, well, it's basically John Lennon's Imagine, the song. <laughs> the song Imagine. Uh, so maybe one day we will live in a world where uh, we are not fighting each other because of our flags. So you talk about some of the problems that we have because of the borders between countries and patriotism. What do you think some of the steps are we could do to try to eliminate these problems and move forward as a people? I would say we have to start from the individual level and to understand that other people don't want to take your house or kill you or whatever the fears are in people's minds. People actually are born good. And my philosophy is that we are raised into the human beings we are. And uh, sometimes it goes off, especially if people grow in an unloving family. The reason for unloving family is who knows what. And uh, there may be a million reasons. Mm -hmm. But probably, well, one of the reasons that I can always imagine is that if someone is not happy themselves, maybe it's difficult to show love and show happiness to someone else. So if the parents are not happy, if the parents are not in a good place, then to raise the children might be very challenging for them to raise an effective and happy individual. I don't know, I think it can be challenging. Yeah, I totally agree with it. Basically, if people would consciously improve their lives every day, I don't see a way how they could be unhappy, at least for a long term. If people do what they love and love what they do, how could one be unhappy, actually? <laughs> yeah, I understand that, Abs. I understand that completely. I agree with you there. That's why I think it's so important for people to follow their dreams, follow their passions, and really do something that they believe in. Because if you are just slogging away at a regular job and making someone else's rich and making someone else's dreams come true, I think after a certain amount of time, it becomes very demoralizing. And um, that's why I run the podcast, and that's why you started Time Book Life, I believe. And this is so, yeah. This is so. Actually, there is like nothing bad in working a career, but it has to be like for a good cause in the end. You have to be inspired by what you do. It's not that we have to be like individualistic 
like uh, entrepreneurs, everybody at our own homes doing uh, what we want. Working for someone else is not a bad thing. It's a good thing, actually. But working in groups is a good thing. Because, I think uh, that at the end of the day, you need to believe you need to believe in what you're working on, whether it's someone yeah. else's project or your own. You need to resonate with it. Totally, totally. And that's actually very interesting. Uh, I think the book uh, Sapiens, I've been uh, recommended it so many times in the last few weeks uh, that I need to start reading it. I haven't read it, but... Uh, you will love it. <laughs> <laughs> I've see. read it myself. It's fantastic, yeah. Well, the story there is like, our ancestors weren't the strongest apes back in their times, but what they had was uh, ability to do teamwork, to communicate and do teamwork. And if there would have been a fight between the strongest apes and, and our ancestors back then, if it would have been one-on-one, -on -one, our ancestor would be dead. If it would be 10 on 10, then we don't know. But if it would be thousand to thousand, then our ancestors could win easily because we were working together and not everybody weren't like fighting each other off. And bringing that example to nowadays world where we have all the communication and the ability to communicate really easily and cooperate. And if we would unite our forces, there is no problem that could stop us. But until we are like fighting each other and, and uh, the egoistically gaining in expense of other people or the nature or the world, then this won't lead us to anywhere else than self-destruction and apocalypse. <laughs> I know it's a scary thought, but um, I honestly believe that we are heading in the right direction. I think things like the internet has just brought us so far and been able to bridge so many gaps and be able to educate and share knowledge to every corner of the earth that I have real hope for us as a people. Yeah, me too. See, more and more every day people are waking up. And this summer I participated in a month-long Valley University, which is like every day we had different workshops about business, about meditation, about loving and caring, about giving back. Um, kind of like time book like the whole 360-degree coverage. And the people who came together to Barcelona all over the world, I guess it was maybe 50 countries, or I don't even know. But all the persons who came together there were very open-minded. You could start a conversation with anyone there, and it will drift off to a magical experience <laughs> in the end. And, and it wasn't like we all were like 30 years old or something like that it was uh, small children and we had also krista and michael who from germany who are over 70 years old and so it was a really uh, really awesome experience and not only all the people would be like one type of people there were students there were people who make probably a billion dollars <laughs> a year or something <laughs> revenue that um, there were people who said they could a normal profit is 2,343% uh, a month. <laughs> That's um, pretty incredible gains, absolutely. So I want to talk a little bit. We've talked a lot about um, your dreams and your goals and where you want to go. I want to know, along the path of building your business up from scratch, what were some of the failures or some of the setbacks that you had? Can you tell us about any of those? Sure. One thing that I'm still struggling with a little bit is that to 
delegate the tasks to really capable people. I have figured out how to do it, but I haven't set the systems up yet properly. So I have freelancers all over the world, and I have one assistant working in Thaibook. So basically, we are like trying to remodel the standard business or standard company structure in the way that people would be their own bosses and they could do what they want. The only struggle that I have with it, I tend to do too much myself. It's a really easy way to fail if you want to do everything by yourself. You learn a lot and I love learning and this might be my pitfall, but <laughs> but yeah, you need to give stuff to people so they could help you with achieving your vision. So that brings up an interesting thought I just had. A lot of people seem to believe that to learn something the best, you need to make your own mistakes and learn from them. For me, I personally disagree with this. I think it's better to look at someone else's mistakes, read about them, study about them, let someone else make the mistakes, and then not make them yourself, be able to avoid them. What do you think about that? You pretty much explained the core value of a time book. (laughs) Every day you learn something in time book. Every day you look at the video or read an article written by someone else uh, where they share their experiences and solutions how to uh, succeed in all areas of life. So I'm thinking the same way as you, Mikkel. Excellent, excellent. Okay, we're just going to take a quick break. So if you guys haven't joined Expat Money Forum yet, then I don't know what I need to do to get you guys to go on this. The conversations in this forum are just unbelievable. The networking is fantastic. There's so much things being shared with the group that honestly, it's more than just me. It's more than just this podcast. It has grown to a life of its own. We have over 2,000 people in our private group discussing things like immigration, asset protection, travel, food, culture, history, everything about being an expat and going overseas. There's tons of work being done on Plan B residencies, on different passports. We're even talking about SIM cards, international SIM cards, and the best places to get your internet if you're a digital nomad and you're traveling around the world. There are so many things that are being shared by people who are actually in different countries, who are digital nomads, who are expats, who have gone offshore, and there's just so much there. So I'm really excited about it. I hope you can see that I'm really thrilled about this group because it's just more than I ever expected. And a massive shout out to you if you are part of the group and you are contributing and helping other people who are looking to get where you are. You are an awesome person. I really, really appreciate it. So if you guys want to get involved, if you want to join the conversation, then go to expatmoneyforum.com or on Facebook directly, you can search for Expat Money Forum. You'll find us there. We should come up on the very first page. And yeah, join the group, join the conversation. Lots happening there. Okay, let's jump back into today's interview. So where are you planning on uh, moving next or the next seminar, the next conference that you end up going to? Because I know you were in Finland earlier and we were just talking about Barcelona. That's a really good question. I really love Mind Valley Tribe. So we have planned a meeting with one fellow tribe member from there, somewhere in Europe probably but we haven't figured out where we are going yet. We are meeting in all uh, different places. Last time we were meeting in Lisbon for a week, 
we had a very healthy week. And uh, I don't have a conference planned right now because it's the highest season for uh, Timebook right now. Getting ready for Christmas. Yeah, exactly. And the uh, New Year. And actually, I developed Timebook like it doesn't matter what day you start. You can start any day of the year. But people still have this habit that they buy calendars in December and January for the new year. And very few people think about buying something calendar-like in June. Mm -hmm. So this has been also one of my challenges. So what is the number one thing you would recommend to someone who wants to get a better control on their productivity or better control on their time management? You have to do it. <laughs> Knowing enough about how to be productive or how to be successful is not enough. You have to really do it. <laughs> so, yeah, just do it. <laughs> Stand up and take action, yeah? Yeah, and learn from the best because life is too short to figure out everything by yourself. There is so much knowledge in the world and it's, it's basically for free out there and to help people do that we created time books which cost very little if you compare it to how much it would cost if you would go to seminars and and so on so yeah absolutely i would say check out timebook planner and then take the best parts out of it and if you like it join our timebook community timebook family and if it isn't for you you will find another way how to be successful. But I think uh, Timebook really is the simplest solution to become successful. Absolutely. And I think that's a good point that you make. A lot of people, they will follow something and they need to follow every single little piece of advice. I don't believe in this. I think that you should read at something or take a course or look at something. And even if you're able to get just one good idea out of it, then it's worth the entire price. Um, because that one good ad idea or that one good tip can actually transform your whole life. Yeah, and sometimes you even can't foresee where you can get those good ideas. Like maybe even the vo voice in your head says, oh, I don't want to go to that event. But you never know who you are going to meet on that event. And go with your intuition on most of the things. You have to set your priorities, that is for sure, but otherwise you will be all over the Facebook and Instagram if you wouldn't set any priorities. Yeah, I'm, I'm guilty of that myself. I try to do too many things. I think that, well, that's how I met you in the first place. <laughs> I, have, I have so much ambition, so many things I want to accomplish, that at the end of the day, I work on 50 things, but only 10 minutes each instead of the entire day on one thing. And... Um, that's one of my downfalls. So I'm, I'm always working on that to stay focused and stay dedicated on one project. Again, Mikkel, we're in the same boat. <laughs> As uh, One of my life goals is to be a serial entrepreneur who improves the world. And then Timebook isn't my only business, but I have also one engineering bureau with a prototyping workshop uh, or factory. And then also one Amazon business uh, with two other friends. And it is really tough to share your time between those. Um, well, Timebook uh, is uh, taking probably 95% of my energy. Mm -hmm. So the other companies get quite a little energy right now. Mm. So you really have to choose your fights. And, and since Timebook is the most humanity plus companies from those three, then yeah, I focus on this one. And also, as I was 13, I participated in one investment game it was virtual investment game. Every day you got a certain amount of money and it lasted for maybe two months or something. And 
I managed to get the 60th place and competing with old investment gurus and <laughs> that was like probably it was a little bit like luck or intuition since I was 13 and I knew a little but not too much about this thing but this got me into investing also so this day and age where do you put your money where are you investing your money in my core belief is in timebook so timebook has the biggest part of my assets yeah, so you invest uh, everything back in your own business. Basically, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I live quite a humble life. I live in an average, okay rental apartment, nothing lavish. <laughs> Actually, my phone costs more than my car, which <laughs> is a fun <laughs> fact. <laughs> but it has a good reason for it also. But <laughs> yeah, so I believe that things don't matter as much as experiences and doing what you love. So... I invest in doing what I love. Uh, also, a little bit I put into cryptocurrencies, and it's like a roller coaster over there. Is it ever? Bitcoin, it just hit over $7,000 as we're recording this. I think the peak was 7300 or 400 yeah. something yeah. yeah, I checked this morning. It was about 7200 It is absolutely bonkers. I can't believe it. I'm in the process of pulling out a large chunk of money so I can start allocating some to crypto as well. Yeah. Like when I first started looking at cryptocurrency a year or so ago, I thought, oh, this is just a big bubble. It makes no sense. This is ridiculous. But actually, when you start reading the literature on what they're doing with blockchain and how this is going to change the world, it is just unbelievable. I think we're going to be talking a lot about cryptocurrency in the coming months on the Expat Money Show. Yeah. The thing is, you have to be careful over there because as you go into it, it really is like a, let's put it this way, it's a casino right over there. <laughs> there are like two main currencies, which are Bitcoin and Ethereum. Yep. So these are uh, the biggest and most trustworthy things. There are a lot of, uh, forgive me for, uh, <laughs> for the term, shit coins. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> which are like, well, I came across uh, one, uh, one uh, cryptocurrency that was created by a strip club in Las Vegas. Uh, so their customers could pay their strippers. <laughs> so you better read what you invest in. Absolutely, absolutely. I think with the cryptocurrency market, you really have to be looking at, is the coin, is the token solving a problem? If this is the best solution to the problem, then I think that you'll probably be okay. But if it's not solving a problem, if there's no real reason for it being there, then I probably would not put my money into it. No matter how big the gains or how, how crazy the returns look, if it's not solving a problem, I don't think it needs to be there. Yeah, and this very same principle can be like transfer to investing into stocks or investing your time into your activities. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. do what's meaningful and do, what's, do something that matters. Like life is too short to just walk around and do nothing valuable Giving love to other people is also uh, valuable. So I'm not against hippies or something. <laughs> I actually am right now reading The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. And the story is that he started off as a hippie back in the 70s. And, well, maybe not hippie, but a person who goes meditating into uh, Mexico or uh, to the woods. Or, and, and he learned to quiet the voice in his head. He started to follow his 
intuition and he became a very, very successful entrepreneur. Very interesting. I've not heard of this book. So would you recommend me picking it up? Oh, there are so many good books. So yeah, I haven't read it fully yet. So what is one book that you would recommend like everybody on the planet should read? Except time book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, one, um, one other book. One other book. Yeah, I walked um, into that one. I'll, I'll, I'll give you credit for that. One other book. Well, Think and Grow Rich is like really interesting book. How to Win Friends and Influence People is yeah, really interesting Napoleon book. Hill and, and Dale Carnegie. Classic, yeah, classic books. And The Power of Habit. Is, uh, Charles Duhigg. Yeah. Charles Duhigg, exactly. Yeah. You read so many books, man. <laughs> <laughs> so those three books are like maybe the uh, core of personal development and the good life. Yeah. What the books that changed me were like, they were like 10, 15 years ago. Whereas Richard Branson's Screw It, Let's Do It, it's a very quick read, very mm -hmm. easy read. I read that in one sitting. I, I had a cup of tea and I think I sat down and in about two hours I pl plowed through the whole book, but yeah, full of value. So this is if you need some motivation or inspiration to start doing stuff. Screw it, let's do it, the name says it. <laughs> and uh, the other book that got me more into financial world, I'm not the biggest fan of the author in real life, but uh, Rich Dad Poor Tad, it's a nice story mm -hmm. and concept Kiyosaki. that helps people out of the standard mindset of nowadays world. You can be financially free and it's not so, so hard actually. Absolutely. So going back a couple minutes ago, we were talking about how you live more of a humble, simple life. I'm curious, what percentage of your income do you spend on personal development, on going to seminars, on books, on programs, things like this? That's a very good question. And I actually haven't calculated it. Probably, I think this year I have invested about uh, 7,000 euros into my personal development. And uh, for that money, I could live in this apartment and eat. I take a calculator to calculate it out. <laughs> yeah, basically, that's, um, that's the same amount I need to leave one year to have my food on the table and roof over the head. So <laughs> That's excellent. So you basically spend as much money on self-development as you do as the essentials for living. Although I suppose some people could argue that self-development is one of the essentials. Yeah, well, you can uh, live without it, but... Do you live fully without personal development? This is the question. Yeah, do you live happily? Yeah. So basically, yeah, I have invested into my personal development as much as I need to live one year. <laughs> so in 2018, are you looking to most likely invest the same amount or do you think you'll do more or do you think uh, you are pretty happy with the way things are going? Well, I think the biggest asset that I put into personal development this time, and this I do daily, since I'm composing all the time books, it's not only the one introductory book, the start time book, the start of the good life. Uh, it's also the follow-up book that talk about the foundation of good life, purposeful good life. Then uh, comes uh, planning the good life, about planning tools and so on. And building the good life. These are the four workbooks uh, that covers all the planning and, and doing part. And then we go more into bio and body hacking, like the Mindful Superhuman is the fifth book, which talks about 
uh, Wim Hof method, which is basically he's the Iceman who can resist cold and he teaches everybody how we can live healthily thanks to some breathing exercises, brain trainings and photo reading. Actually, I will uh, take photo reading out in the next version and substitute it. Uh, with speed reading because photo reading is too advanced too advanced a lot of people ask me if i speed read because i go through i don't know around eight or ten books every single month and i would say i don't speed read because i actually read every single word and i do take my time with a lot of it because i read such heavy and dense things that it's difficult to just to briefly go through it but speed reading is an incredible technique, an incredible skill to learn. Yeah, especially if you need to go through a lot of materials. But uh, I guess uh, with time, we have like kind of taken away the need to read so much because it brings every day a video, which kind of is like a book because you have like the whole story, but you will get it in five or 20 minutes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It won't be as uh, thorough, but you get the overview. And mm-hmm. if you get interested in the topic, then you can read related books in addition to Absolutely. that. Being able to take out all that fluffy stuff and all the, the stuff that doesn't need to be there and just go right on the core ideas of one of these thought leaders, I think is very, very powerful. Yeah. Coming back to your question, in 2018, I probably will uh, invest even more. It depends on, on how my businesses go. And, and currently, I'm writing the seventh book with a team. And I'm testing out different uh, nutritional uh, diets on myself. I have to say, the market is full of, uh, yeah, you can fill in the blank. (laughs) There are so many. Yeah, I think you said the word earlier, something about bullshit. So, uh. (laughs) Yeah, but there are also really good diets. But how can you know which one is good and which isn't? And uh, this way I am testing it out. And so you're the human guinea pig testing it all I'm yourself. the guinea pig. Yeah, like Tim Ferriss. <laughs> he tests everything on himself. I so. love Tim Ferriss. Tim, Tim Ferriss is one of my heroes and actually one of the, the only podcasts that I listen to every single episode. I listen to a lot of different podcasts, but Tim Ferriss is definitely up there for me. Yeah, he's an awesome guy and I really love that. He's not only like uh, saying what people should do, but he's really like, testing things out and bringing things to extreme. But with Timebook, we want to give people the possibility to go to the extremes also, but our main goal is to help them understand all areas of life. And yeah, kind of like James Bond, if I start to think right now. (laughs) (laughs) He knows everything about everything. So we've talked a lot about self-education, learning on your own. What do you think about formal education, going to university? Do you think that this is necessary or what is your opinion? Mm, I would say the biggest value of universities and schools is that it teaches to learn. And learning is the key aspect there. It is very important for people to learn and therefore doing a school mandatory is the right way to go. So people would get basics right and they would start to learn. However, schools somehow work in the way that they shouldn't work. <laughs> they, they focus on giving information and advice, but uh, not anymore so much on that people would have the interest and skill to learn. I think it's a dangerous path. In, in USA, I would say uh, that it's, you have to think twice before you go to college. In Europe, it's much easier because 
in most of the countries the tuition fee is very low or even for free. So it's a totally different story in those two regions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times in the United States, you'll walk out with more student debt than you'll ever be able to pay off. You go to university, yeah. you have you know $150,000 worth of student debt. You walk into a job that's paying you $35,000 a year. You're able to put away $2,000, $3,000 a year to pay off your student loans. You're going to be paying them off forever. It just doesn't make financial sense. Yeah, and this is crazy. But the, in nowadays situation, it depends. If you are going to be a doctor, for sure, go to university. That's the only way to <laughs> yep. become a doctor. And, but if you are... A, Going into business or into sales, then uh, there are so many better ways to study it. And you can uh, study from the best for free. Actually, MIT and other uh, top universities have made their courses for free uh, to watch on internet. So if you are really interested, you have an entrepreneurial mindset or uh, like independent mindset that you can do stuff on your own then you will find the information it's more about the attitude and keeping yourself accountable that makes perfect sense yeah going back to education formal education i think it's very interesting that (laughs) a lot of people i know that went to university um, they studied, they did a four-year or perhaps even an eight-year degree. And once they got out of school, then that was basically it. They started working in a profession and they don't read, they don't educate, they don't take uh, additional courses and they just rely on that university. But I believe and I believe, and I think that you believe also that it's about continual education. Like for my background, I'm a high school dropout. I, I left school at 15 years old. But I think of myself as very well informed, but that's because I've read literally thousands of books and taken hundreds of different courses and seminars around the world. But that's 20 years of self-education opposed to four years of university or eight years of university education. That's so true, man. And it's so funny you are talking talking about it right now, because yesterday evening at 11.45, I woke up again and I got this, an idea for an article I should write for uh, CEOs. And this was exactly one topic that I covered there, that people stop uh, learning and growing after university or school. Mm-hmm. And the only way they grow after that is if life demands it from them. Yeah, if they're forced into it, if they're pushed into it, or maybe even if someone else is spending the money that their company or their business is spending the money on them. Exactly. Yeah, but get them to do it on their own, of their own volition, is very challenging. And even, well, for one CEO or manager, it's really hard to explain the value of some uh, conferences or uh, workshops and that cost usually a lot. So, yeah, basically, how people learn is uh, through trial error methods working on their job. <laughs> So this is really sad. Yeah, at someone else's expense. At the entrepreneur's expense, yeah, or company's expense. But it's a hidden hidden thing. So I will share it with you when I get the uh, article ready. I would love to read it. That sounds definitely up my alley. Yeah, there are like seven hidden things that companies don't understand that they do and how they could actually have really easily the companies outperforming themselves every day if they would invest not in sales, not in product development, Mm -hmm. but in people who would do everything. Yeah, in human capital. 
But that brings up an interesting point. I remember when we were speaking a couple of months ago, you had just finished a sale, and I believe you did over 700 time books to one company. Yeah, one European company bought 800 time books, and they just received them last Friday, a week ago. And they were extremely happy. I got like two calls from them, <laughs> different persons that they were extremely happy with the new version of Time Book. Well, they are beautiful, beautiful books. Just so I can paint a bit of a picture, and perhaps I should have done this at the beginning of the episode. These are like fox leather bound books, three ring binders that you're able to take out the pages and add back in. And it has the, the calendars, your daily planner, inspiration, many different things. So when you hold it in your hand, it's, it's really a beautiful, beautiful book. Yeah, and now I just got the prototype for a packaging for the time book, the start of the good life, which is the biggest selling article. You would describe the more advanced products that you can continue to if you finish the start of the good life. But the start of the good life gives you all the basics and it, now it will come for Christmas time. It will come in, in an awesome box. I really love this prototype already that I have but it will be even more beautiful. Yeah, if anyone wants to see how beautiful this product looks and the boxing and the packaging, go to timebook.life uh, on Instagram and you'll be able to see it's all gold. It just looks unbelievable. I saw it come up on social media. Yeah, we don't kid around uh, on uh, production <laughs> costs. Like I have bought so expensive journals that are in the end, they are like a normal exercise book <laughs> or mm -hmm. like, uh, yeah, like you have in the school. So uh, it's really interesting why, how can people ask uh, their users or clients some 200 euros for a random uh, <laughs> poor quality book? So mm -hmm. if you are already asking that much money, then you have to... Yeah, you really have to step up your game and really deliver. Absolutely. Yeah. If a company is ordering large uh, shipments then definitely the quality needs to be there. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually so looking forward to this company, how they are going to kick off. And, and they are doing also presents for their uh, clients. So we will see where uh, this big delivery brings time book. I have a feeling that it's a really good seat. Well, I think you are well on your way to helping one million people, which is your goal, I think. Yeah. Well, congratulations. That's amazing. Mikkel, thank you so much for taking the time and speaking to us today. I really enjoyed the interview, and I think that my guests do as well. So if people want to get a hold of you, where's the best place? Basically, write to hi at timebook.life or visit the website. You can leave a message over there really easily. And uh, yeah, if you have any suggestions how we could make the product even better or how to communicate it better through our website, all ideas are most welcome. It's, it's not the one-man show, it's our collective interest to help people live better lives and hope that all the expat community people find lots of value from our today's interview. And I believe they will. I'm actually really, really glad that you wanted to do this interview and I'm really happy that we took the time to share our thoughts with people. That's excellent. Thank you very much for your time, Ali. I know you're a busy man, so I'll let you get back to it. And so once again, guys, if you want to get a hold of Mikkel and if you want to purchase Time Book, you can visit timebook.life. And if you put in the promo code expat, he's going to organize a very special discount for our listeners today. Yeah, thank you very much, Mikkel. It was a pleasure. Okay, thanks very much. Have a great day. To you the same.
Hey everyone, I just want to tell you about a great opportunity. You see, we've had a massive interest lately in learning a second language, and I do a lot of my language training with my very good friend Ollie Richard. We've been friends for three or four years now, and he's been on my program, and I've been on his program, and he spoke at my conferences, and I've spoke at his conferences, and he really is a genius. His techniques for teaching languages are just out of this world. He actually makes it fun and enjoyable. He was one of the main drivers for me rekindling my interest in Spanish. And under his tutelage and his advice and using his programs, I went from really crummy Spanish to quite fluent in a really short amount of time. So if you are looking to learn a second language or maybe even a third language, what I want you to do is go to expatmoneyshow.com forward slash language forward slash language, and it's going to redirect you to some of all these best courses out there in the world. And there's some special promotions going on, some special opportunities for subscribers of my podcast. So I hope you take us up on this offer and go and check it out. That's expatmoneyshow.com forward slash language to get the best resources in the world for learning a second language. Okay, let's get into today's episode. Enjoy. This episode may be over, but your journey to greatness continues by visiting our webpage and signing up for our newsletter. For convenient access to new episodes, show notes, and other crucial resources, visit expatmoneyshow.com. We look forward to you joining us on the next episode of the Expat Money Show. Safe travels. I have managed to secure exclusive rights to a block of villas in one of the hottest up-and-coming regions in my current home country, Panama. Join me Saturday, May 4th at 10 a.m. Central, 11 a.m. Eastern Time for our special presentation called Investors Workshop, capitalizing on the globally recognized resort brand coming to Panama. We will discuss how the tourism landscape in this region will change rapidly upon the public announcement of this project and how I have secured the rights for my clients to capitalize on this opportunity before anyone else. Thanks to my connections in the region, I have negotiated pricing that front runs everyone else. Think early, early bird pricing. From gourmet restaurants to vibrant clubs, poolside activities, and even live bands, this resort is going to pump some serious life into the region. But this isn't what excites me or what should excite you either. The exciting part is that these world-class amenities and top brand will attract tens of thousands of tourists. Tourists who will fork over top dollar to stay at our investment properties. Register free at expatmoney.com forward slash webinars. That's expatmoney.com forward slash webinars to register for this free real estate workshop. See you on May 4th at 10 a.m. Central Time. That's 11 a.m. Eastern time, go to expatmoney.com forward slash webinar.